Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Wondering what's next in your business or personal life? Welcome to Success to Significance, life after breaking through glass ceilings a podcast dedicated to helping you with all of life's challenges, discoveries, and opportunities. Whether you're seeking a new career, retirement, or simply wanting to make an impact in your community or the world. Join Jen Duplessis and her guests as they explore how to start, what to do when you're in the thick of a change or growth, and how to leave a mark in this world after breaking through your next achievement. You are moments away from the aha you've been seeking. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to this episode of Success to Significance. I am so happy that you took time out of your busy day to listen in and hear all the beautiful stories of people breaking through their glass ceilings. And really, it's everything from success to significance. It's not success and now I'm significant. It's all of the pieces that we're all uh, challenged with on a regular basis. So I want to say thank you so much for taking time out of your day. I am so grateful. And don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube so that you can see these podcasts as well as listen to them. And today I am so honored. And this has been a long time coming because we've had so many busy schedule changes, but I am so honored today to introduce you to my guest who is uh, Diana Wetworth. She is a New York Times bestselling and award-winning author of 10 books. She would be most known to all of us as being the first co-author with Jack Canfield and with Mark Victor Hansen, who are both dear friends of mine. I love them so much in the popular book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, which has sold over 500 million um, copies. I mean, it's just absolutely. And Diana is a lifetime entrepreneur. She hosted a long running television series with her late husband, Paul, and founded the Inside Edge, which I want to talk about too, which is a weekly um, breakfast speaker forum that she that she uh, does. And um, And I also want to talk about a lot of different things. But I absolutely am charmed by Diana. I'm charmed by the way she carries herself. I'm charmed by uh, what she's accomplished in her life. And if there was anybody that has had a lot of breakthroughs in her time here on earth, I would say it's Diana. So welcome to our show, Diana. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, it's such a joy to be with you. I'm really happy, Jen. Thank you for inviting me. Of course. Thank you so much. So let's kind of, let's get started because I know you've got this really great story going back to Chicken Soup because, and and maybe I should ask you this, was, was Chicken Soup the launch for you or had you had, well, I think you had the TV show before him, but tell us what was that launch for you and then how you got involved in Chicken Soup? Okay. Well, my first late husband and I had a fabulous career in cooking and entertaining. And we had a cooking school on Sunset Boulevard. Our first cookbook won cookbook of the year. Um, And that was a huge honor. And that really launched us. So we did five more after that. And then cooking seemed to lose its luster for me. It was always about gathering people together. And women went back into the work, you know, entered the workplace in 1985. And our career was falling apart because I didn't want to be a super chef. I didn't want to be 
competitive. I wanted to just have people around the table, kind of like Ina Garten. You know, I was an early version of her. And um, long story short, Paul and I ended up going to Russia with a bunch of incredible thought leaders, Dennis Weaver, Mike Farrell from MASH, Swami Sachidananda, um, all these incredible people. And it changed our life because we noticed that people around the table were sharing their resources and mm. they were encouraging each other and having these deep conversations and connections were happening. And I said to Paul, we don't have to cook the food in order to gather the people. And so we started the Inside Edge and this is uh, almost uh, 40 years ago. It was a breakfast forum before the internet. It was just yeah. word of mouth, but it attracted Jack Canfield, Mark Victor Hansen, Louise Hay was always there every week, uh, Dr. Susan Jefferson. I would give these futuristic parties where you had to show up as who you were going to be in five years. Right. <laughs> and at our recent anniversary, uh, Jack Canfield was uh, speaking and he said that he, he stole that idea and used it for every single training closing that he's ever done since. But people had had enormous breakthroughs. Yeah. I think, I think more than anything in the that I've done in my life, I love to spark delight in people, usually through some kind of connection and watch them discover each other and um, find their lives enhanced by that kind of connection. Yeah. I, well, and I love connection. I love that idea. Um, I do something called wine and connections myself mm -hmm. because it's amazing how you, and, and it's an intimate atmosphere, right? Mm -hmm. uh, this is where you're inviting people into your home. So now it's a friend mm -hmm. and it takes that connection, you know, from being business to being friendships. And that's why you right. have these beautiful friendships all your life. So share with me just a little bit. I have some curiosity and I know that my listeners do too. Um, Share with me a little bit about how you show up, show up as this futuristic self. And for example, what does Jack do that he he has everybody plan to bring, you know, some costume or something? Or is it is it your demeanor? Or and are you showing up as Sylvester Stallone because you want to be Sylvester Stallone? You know, is it being somebody <laughs> like that or is it being yourself? <laughs> Give I me a little more insight about how fun this might be. <laughs> Oh, it's totally fun. And everybody has a different take and everybody has a different personality and quirkiness is welcome, you know? Yeah. And it's always good to see what people come up with. But I think the most important thing to me now at the age of 82, as I look back over my life, is going from ego to essence mm. and expressing that. So I'm asking myself, I live in what I call quintessential questions. And these are questions that have an energy of the result that you want in the question itself. Um, we, it, we've, it's been about two decades since The yeah. Secret came out, you know, and, and um, really spread the word about the law of attraction. But I think we've progressed enough now that we can have a much more interactive um, association alignment with the divine and I find that the best way to access what I won't truly want in my life right now is to ask, uh, I wake up in the morning and the first thing I do is smile because that sends the endorphins in yeah. running around. And then I, I come up with a question that excites me. Uh, something like, how can I most efficiently light up this world? Or where's the most joy to be found today? 
And I find that as I begin to think these questions, something happens in my body and in my mind and heart that puts me on the right path and that begins to magnetize whatever it is that I'm really, really wanting from my essence. So when I work with people, you know, in coaching and in about in reinventing themselves in their encore years, that's really what we're talking about all the time is moving from ego to essence and asking these profound questions that magnetize what we want to us. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. And by the way, I love encore. You know, some people are saying I'm in the fall of my life or the, <laughs> I love this encore, you know, because it just means that there's more, there's still more that we have. I love that. Don't you? It's, it's like you performed on a stage and they want an encore. That means you were great. Yeah, I'm not done yet. I'm back. You know? And yeah, so that's that came to me in a very unusual way. I went, um, a, a person I know, I didn't know she was a medium, but she came up to me and she said, Ted came to me just now and he wants you to go into meditation and imagine looking into his eyes. Uh, and so I did. And I heard the word encore, wow. encore at 80. And yeah. I thought that just covers up this whole energy that I have right now. I've never been so content and so turned on creatively right, right. than I am right now. And what a gift that is. You know? yeah. Well, I'm, I'm having my own party here. Right. <laughs> Well, and I, and I think Diana too, it's, it's like you, you know, you're a living example of what is truly possible for all mm -hmm. of us. You know, when I, and, and listen, I know you're listening to this. You have to go to the YouTube video and see Diana. You will be floored that this woman sitting in front of me <laughs> is 82 years old because there's, there's this energy about you, this aura about you. And, you know, it, it's just so it's so encouraging for someone like me. I was going to say, I can't believe I was going to say this. Um, it's so encouraging for a young woman like me and I'm 60. <laughs> Just a kid with a crazy dream. Right? Right? <laughs> it's so funny. Um, and I love that. I love that. Okay. So I want to step back just a little bit on this. So when you wake up in the morning, you're, you want to be curious about things that are for the future. You know, you're obviously in a different place with us. You know, you have, um, and I, I shouldn't say different place in all of us because I have a very strong connection with God and, I, you know, very faith-based, but you're, you're, um, you know, I feel like what happens in our lives is that we learn, we earn, and then we return, right? We want to give back mm -hmm. and you're so, so far in that giving back and return and making impact and, you know, creating significance in the world. I'm just starting in that arena, right? Yes. Yeah. When I look at the whole scope of my life. Um, so for someone who is, let's say 45, 50, 55, 65, what does that question look like for them? How has that transcended in your life? Well, I think I learned that what I've loved is to spark delight in people. And I think it's really good to go back and look at your early years, your earliest years. You know, what games did you invent for yourself? Mm -hmm. when you were alone, when you were seven, you know, mm -hmm. and I think that we have, we come into this lifetime with, with certain, I don't want to say goals, certain, something that draws us. The, the most important question anyone ever asked me was Dr. Peggy Bassett. And I was in a time of transition. And just before I got the invitation to write the 
the chicken soup for the soul cookbook. Um, she said, Diana, are you driven or are you drawn? Ooh, that's and was, it's just like a knife, you know, it was just, like, <laughs> yes. yeah. just, what, just what I needed to learn. Yeah. It's very, very important to become contemplative in that way and really question what, do, what really turns you on? What, what makes you smile deeply inside something? It's important to capture that energy yeah. and then to follow that thread uh, in your life. Rumi says, follow the thread of what you truly love. It will never lead you astray. Yeah. And I think finding what we truly love is our gift into the world. You know, we want to be a fountain of our gift into the world. Mm -hmm. And so it's so important to be able to discern that. Yeah, I think that's important. You know, I um, a colleague of mine, Bill Walsh, he said, um, you know, there's a difference between motivation and inspiration. And I've actually changed some of the, some of the terminology I've used. People ask me all the time, are you a motivational speaker? And I say, I hope not. Because <laughs> one of the things that he shared was motivation is an external job, right? Where I I'm at a point in my life where, you know, or, or someone would say I'm in the point in my life where, oh, I need some motivation. So I'm going to go to that conference and get it from somebody else right? Mm -hmm. versus inspiration, which is an inside job. And so when you said driven versus drawn, mm -hmm. that really resonated with me because I feel very drawn and very inspirational because that allows you to get up every single day and no one has to talk in your ear to get you to move because you want right. to move. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I, I just have this wonderful morning practice of, I get back in bed with an app called Newcom, which is a meditation. Oh, I, I love Newcom. <laughs> yes, well, I, I, yeah, I, I use it too. Yeah. I was so excited about it that I actually reached out to the company and said, you need me as a spokesperson. Yeah. And they hired me. So that's awesome. <laughs> I, have That's most, awesome. I have the most fabulous time with it. But anyway, it puts me in a space that I begin asking these questions and all sorts of new ideas, new, it's like a flood of new ideas that come mm -hmm. through mm -hmm. every day. And I record them into my phone. You know, I just yeah. have, a, I just push the mic on my phone on the notes. Sometimes I dictate 3,500 words before I get out of bed in the morning. Yeah which are very eloquent and need not much editing except for punctuation. And, you know, to get out of bed at six in the morning and say, my gosh, I've already written all these. Wow. Words, but it's, it's, yeah. it's pure communication. Yeah. Coming um, through from my heart, you know, from my soul. Yeah. And I found, I found with Newcom that um, it, it, for me, um, I do the morning, I do, you know, periodically throughout the day, I, I'm very aware of my energy around mm -hmm. everyone. And when I feel like, you know, it, because life, life does happen, somebody might look at you crooked and it, and it does affect you sometimes. And so I'm a, very aware of that. And I, and I step into new calm when I need, a lot of times I'm doing it on the airplane, um, <laughs> right? Yeah. But uh, 
you know, what I find is that I get regrounded, recentered, re-anchored. Um, and then the rest of the, for whatever period of time, I have a new manifestation of things that, that come to me and I go, oh, that's because of Newcom. So I want to make sure, and we, and we don't, we don't necessarily have to talk about Newcom, but just want to make sure those that are listening are saying, what is this? What is this? It's N and then calm. It's an app that you can get. And I would go online and get it, find out the different levels of, of, um, ownership that you can have of it. Right. Um, and they just lowered the price. So oh, did like, they, oh, wow. After I paid the higher price. <laughs> $29 a month. You know, oh, that's awesome. The best thing ever invented. I just said, yeah. well, I told my daughter about it cause you know, she's expecting a baby. She's due any minute. And, um, um, and I said to her, you know, you might want to be doing this because you're going to really need this in the middle of the night. Well, first baby, yes. <laughs> yeah, 3.30 in the morning, you're going to definitely need this. Um, yeah, that's absolutely beautiful. I, I love what you're, I love what you're saying. So let's, let's, let's morph into, you know, what happened with chicken soup with the soul. And then I'm really interested in what's ahead for Diana Wentworth. Mm. So let's talk about um, how'd you get involved with chicken soup for the soul and how's that changed your life? Well, Jack and Mark were both members of the Inside Edge. Mm-hmm. And they came up with the idea and brainstormed it at the Inside Edge. Uh-huh. And so that kind of, I kind of feel like the godmother of the whole thing. <laughs> I was sitting between them when they were first talking about it. And yeah, I felt like, oh my God, I'm the womb. They're the sperm and the egg and something's yeah. going on here, you know? And of course they were turned down by every publisher in the world in the beginning because anthologies don't work. Mm-hmm. And um, then it became this huge bestseller and everybody thought it was a cookbook because chicken soup for the soul. And that was the best phone call I ever got was uh, day before Thanksgiving, them inviting me to write the cookbook. I only had three months to do it. The, the, luckily the publisher gave me a third of the royalties Um he, I asked for an advance and he said, no, we won't do that. And I was, that worked out awfully well for me. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was truly a blast because I had been intuitively writing all of these essays, you know, just kind of personal essays that made you laugh or cry, kind of like chicken soup stories. Mm-hmm. And I had uh, 16 of them when I got the phone call and 15 of them fit into the book. Wow. So that helped me get it done. And, you know, my life is magic. My new book is called Expect Magic. And I really think that that's been the difference in my life is that I see the world through the eyes of what I think is a superpower of, um, I wonder what, you know, and out of that space of being receptive and um, kind of expecting something new to come through, I just anticipate, and, and then all these ideas come and people show up in my life. I, everybody, so many people have shown up right in front of me. Um, and I, I know that I, because of all of the books I've written and everything, I could pick up the, I, w- I won't pick up the phone. I could reach out to anybody on the internet, anybody yeah. that I admired, anybody that that intrigued me and I could have a conversation with them. And I think that is just the richest possible it is. Well, that goes back to your connection, right? To, to right. All those all connections. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and for whatever reason, it's just amazing that we have that alignment because I'm, I just, I need connection with people. I mean, mm-hmm. if we look at the disc profile, I'm off the, the circle. Mm-hmm. I am high, 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 I. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I love people. I love connecting with people. Mm-hmm. And, I do too. 
Yeah. And, and I, I think that that fulfills my life. I could never be a hermit who just sits back. You know, I'm definitely an avid reader, but I, I want to get in. I want to, oh, I want to call the author. I want to ask them mm. questions. What do they think? <laughs> right. Yeah. All the time. So when you look back on chicken soup for the soul, what, what do you wish you had put in there? If you had to rewrite that, what do you wish was included in there? Well, I think I'm including everything I wish that from this in in place in in my new book and it's it's such a different book and it has it explores all sorts of topics that people barely talk about i'm very fascinated with women and sovereignty right mm -hmm. now not in a political sense right um but it's a it's a word that i don't think is discussed enough mm -hmm. and um i talk about the red string, the red thread theory that, you know, the Chinese have a legend that um, when we're born, we're connected by an invisible red thread to all those we're destined to meet. And wow. I've certainly found that to be true. So I'm able to explore all of these threads and I'm able to see and glean from my life and this perspective at this age, something much, much deeper than I was able to. I, I did a book called Send Me Someone. And I sold um, the film mm -hmm. rights to um, Lifetime, but they never made the film yet. But I'm going to resell the film rights to this book and the book itself, along with Expect Magic, because that book tells the circumstances of my life and all the things that I did. But right now I'm looking at life from a much vaster perspective. Yeah. And I'm able to discern subtleties that I wasn't able to discern before and I feel that it's really important it feels like it's my life work and my encore to yeah to share this now yeah. well and I think that don't you think that comes with maturity and age you know is that is that we slow down a little bit our mind slows down not not in a not in a negative feel uh uh, physical way, but I'm saying our mind calms down, mm -hmm. slows yeah, down. We're we're more aware. We're more open mm -hmm. to things because before that, we're climbing the ladder. We're learning. We're you know competing with people. We're you know there's just so much chaos going on that that the calmness comes in. It's it's a, I, I love the I, I love the Bible you know verse of be still and know that I am right? Yes, I love it, that too. Yeah. And it's, and it's coming out in you. There's that stillness yet. It's just in your, it's your, it's in your head that you're having the stillness, but it's not stopping you physically from doing anything that you want to accomplish. Well, and the, the thing is too, I was married for 56 years to two different men mm -hmm. uh, with only an eight month intermission. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. all that time, I was accommodating someone else's personality. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I adored them. They were both incredible men, very mm -hmm. deeply um, uh, soulful men. Mm -hmm. And I loved them to pieces. I love them to death. Somebody laughed yeah. the other day and said, uh, but there's something about these two years that I've had where I'm really on my own and sovereign. And I yeah. can choose, I can make choices in every minute of what draws me. Yeah. And that has led to a depth that I've never felt before. That's awesome. Have you experienced a new spark in your life? Oh, yes. 
I'm so sparked. (laughs) 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 You know, energy is so contagious when we're around somebody who's exuberant. um, Oh, gosh, there's a story I sometimes share about a woman named Rose who was 87 and how she just sparked delight in people. Mm -hmm. And um, it reminds me how contagious our own energy is. Yes. And I, I love that I can now actually spark it in myself. Um, purposely, I can count on it every every day. And when I wake up and I ask myself these questions that sometimes even make me laugh, you know, I can come up with crazy questions. <laughs> um, but um, I think you- a book of questions would be awesome for you to do, you know, if 365 days of questions mm-hmm. that people could wake up in the morning and, and, you know, just have be guided by you to, you know, That's questions to ask curiosity questions. Yeah. Um, when is your book coming out? When, when is, well, I don't know, you know, out? the publishing world has changed so vastly. Yeah. Um, all my books, except one, which I did for the American Heart Association and self-published, all my books were with with traditional publishers and they would give me an advance and I would go on a tour and all of that. Now there's so many options. Yeah. um, I'm exploring that. I'll decide what's going to be the best. And even the traditional publishers now have options where you can pay for a certain amount of um, the cost of doing the book and more of it. And so Mm -hmm. I just, I have a, it's a road I have to travel to decide. You know, it's funny. I'm, I'm about ready to release my, um, well, my third, my fourth personal book, but it'll be the 19th book I've been involved in. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, almost every one of them, with the exception of this one that's coming out as a volume two of a book, actually Greg Reed with Secret Knock is my publisher and he's in the book and he's published the first one Um, with the exception that every one of them have had a different publisher, Mm -hmm. including my own. So I just don't think there's a, there's a formula for that these days. I think it's just where you are and what you need at the moment for that particular Mm -hmm. book. Right. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's kind of interesting. And and we have a little alignment there because I wrote a book called Tell Me I Can't. And we're um, we have it. We're having a screen uh, screen. It's being screen written. Is that the word? We're having it screen. The screenwriters doing it. Yeah. Screenwriter is doing it for <laughs> Lifetime. And we and we did that on purpose. We rewrote the book for Hallmark and Lifetime to be presented to them. And so that needed a different publisher. Mm-hmm. You know, because they, this is a publisher that has written for them before, and that had a different story, you know, so I, I think that's partly what it is. So Diana, in our time that's left together, what, what's next for you besides a book, what else is next for you? When you, when you look down the horizon of the next 10 years, because you're going to be around for more than that, <laughs> you look around for the next, matter of fact, I was just at a cruise and there was a woman there celebrating her 106th birthday. No. Oh no, my gosh. 106th birthday and oh she God. wasn't in a wheelchair. Wasn't oh my in a wheelchair. Gosh. Yeah. And um, she had a cane and she walked slow, but she, she reminded me of mother Teresa, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, she's 106 years old. So when you look down the horizon, what's next for you? Well, it's, it's going to be fun to explore that because I've been working on this so long and I really have to reach an end. I have to get it done. Um, I am going to be speaking in San Miguel Allende in Mexico for the One Heart Festival. I'm going to be be the opening speaker, and that'll involve a little bit of travel. Yeah. Um, I have some other projects that are going to require some travel. 
I don't think I want any new romance in my life. I've had mm-hmm. jobs of that, but <laughs> it'll be interesting to see because I just always expect magic, you know, and yeah. things just show up in front of me that, that are surprising and delightful. And um, I trust whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I will just keep feeling drawn toward exploring it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that the world's your oyster, right? And that's absolutely, that's what's happening now. And you're at that point where, you know, whatever happens, happens, it's mes- meant to be, it's destined to be. And, and I'm open for everything. I know? am so open. Yeah. And expecting magic. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny because most of us aren't, we're not open for everything that we're like, what's the angle? Where, where's, yes. You know, what does that mean? Where will it take me? What, you know, what will I get out of it? Right. And, and you're in that position where you're just saying, hey, bring it on and let me see if I'm interested and, in, you know, yeah. if it aligns with me. I well, love that's that. the ego, you know, and we naturally need to survive, obviously. Yeah. Right. We wake up in the morning and our first thought is always something like, oh my gosh, what do I have to do today? You know, what am yes. I responsible for? And And that's just built into us. But I think it's so important to um, notice that that's, that can wait a minute and that we can tune in and, and just ask for the most magical day ever. How can this be the best day of my life? <laughs> I love that. I love it. And listen, I'm heeding this because, I mean, this is partly why I do do a podcast because I learn so much, you know, it helps me in my personal development. I'm heeding this because I think, you know, as you're saying that I'm, I'm walking myself through what happened this morning, right? I woke up this morning. I had a whole bunch of podcasts I have to do on a Saturday while I'm speaking at a conference in between the conference pieces, right? And I'm thinking I have to do this and then do that. And I set a couple of alarms so that I don't remove anything, right? And I didn't take any time to say, hey, I, I expect magic today, yeah. right? And there's a little, there's a sort of a prayer mantra, whatever that I use, that I, I say every day while I'm brushing my teeth. And actually it's during my brushing teeth that I say, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I don't know. I, I have like certain things during certain things that I say, you know, Lord, somewhere, someone is looking for my help. Please help me shine for them, right? Mm-hmm. And that's already happened today. Someone's I, I remember believe. one time I did a deep meditation and I, w- I ended up in a cave on top of a mountain and I heard the words, I am a beacon. Yes. And that just went through me. And what you just said reminded me of that. That's you're that a beacon, you're a yeah. beacon saving ships. <laughs> yes. <laughs> beacon awesome. cannot leave its post, you know, it has to stay right. and grounded. Right. Now I but- visualize myself saying, walking around, are you a ship? Are you <laughs> I'm a beacon. <laughs> right. The lighthouse, right? Right. I love it. I love it. Absolutely. Okay. What would you like to leave us with, Diana? Mm. Oh, do I have a second to do a poem? Yes, of course you do. That's what oh, I want. Okay. To yeah. After I had a heart attack, I decided then since I needed to walk every day. I would memorize a poem. I like to multitask. And this is the first one I I memorized. And it's by Derek Walcott. And it's called Love After Love. The time will come when you will greet yourself arriving at your own door, in your own mirror. And each will smile at the other's welcome and say, sit here, eat. You will love again the stranger who was yourself. 
Mm. Wine, give bread, give back your heart to itself, to the stranger who has loved you all your life, whom you ignored for another, who knows you by heart. Take down the love letters from the bookshelf, the photographs, the desperate notes. Pull your own, oh my gosh, I, I lost this thread of it right there. Feel your own image from the mirror. Sit, feast on your life. That's what I'm doing right now. Absolutely beautiful. I, I'm, I'm getting emotional for it. Because it's it's about being good to yourself, as good to yourself as you are to every other person's need for you. Okay. Because right, we we are so pulled from all these places that people need us, or their problems become ours, and they're trying to give us their monkeys. And and this is be just as good to yourself. It's about sovereignty. Yeah. It's beautiful. Diana, how do people find you? Well, my uh, website is dianawentworth.com. And there's a lot of places to explore on there. Under the media tab, there's lots mm -hmm. and lots of interviews that I've done. And I do offer coaching and it tells all about it on there. So awesome. Awesome. Yeah. What an honor it is for me <laughs> to have you, on my, you. on my show. And, uh, you know, how grateful I am that you're willing to spend a few minutes, uh, you know, sharing with my community mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, and, and Mark's been on here. Mark and Crystal have been on this podcast together and um, gosh, just a powerhouse couple. I love being around them. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And, and so listen, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen that interview or listened to that interview with uh, Mark and Crystal, please make sure you're, you're going and listening to them because these are the top notch people in the world that really have led us, all of us, Jack Canfield, everybody into this world of personal development. These are, like you said, the womb, <laughs> the godmother <laughs> for it, right? right? These are the people that have created what we are all doing by listening and watching podcasts today. It all stems from you. Mm -hmm. So it is a, it just, again, a great pleasure. Thank you so Thank much. You. For Thank you, Jen. I'm today. so honored to be here with you. You're just delightful. And I call me anytime for anything. Thank you. I appreciate it. So with that, we'll say thank you so much for listening to this episode and we'll catch you next time on Success to Significance. You've been listening to Success to Significance with Jen Duplessis, the number one podcast for people wanting to give more value and make an impact. Loved this episode? Be sure to subscribe right now at www.jenduplessis.com slash S2S for more stories, strategies, and thoughts to help you gain significance and success. And if you like what we're doing, don't forget to give us a rating and review so we can continue to bring you the best content possible. Join us next week for another breakthrough episode. Thank you for listening.